0: Hello, everyone. So what we actually do, uh, we call it, we build the financial infrastructure for the metaverse.
1: And I think it's very interesting that from the very beginning of the market, you made it all on blockchain, even before all the NFTs.
2: Like For us, it was just, just the way that it should be. It's just not really even about bringing the money uh, into the metaverse, right?
1: But it's also about making
2: the money in the metaverse. So
1: big vision, what's, what's your like view several years later? Where is the market? We
2: are living in a completely different world, right? So not even the proto-metaverse, right? The real
0: metaverse is already here. The decentralized thing, it's gonna happen without us anyways. It's already happening.
1: Welcome to Almas Podcast. This is Tanya Dadasheva with Almas Capital and uh, today I have actually two guests. So I have two founders of Demarket, our portfolio company, Tamara Slanova and Vlad Panchenko. And uh, thank you, REFERBT, for hosting us here in the office in uh, Vienna.
0: Hey, hello everyone. So what we actually do, uh, we call it, we build the financial infrastructure for the metaverse. So in other words, if there is a matrix, we are all going to live in. And I believe that we are already in the matrix. So we just need an a- administrative password, you know? <laughs> so uh, let's connect.
1: You can ask. i okay. will give
0: you. OK. Um, so my job is to make that happen as quickly as possible. So uh, we started and we did uh, build it for the video games industry. We built the technological layer so that any other game developer uh, creating the world, the narrative, the game, can actually connect to the crypto world. And uh, first of all, enrich the experience of the game. And secondly, uh, combine both communities. And it's, it's, it's a lot of, uh, I'm a gamer myself, so uh, it's, it's an honest thing. I want it to be this way, that's why I'm doing it. I want to own items. I want to use one items uh, in different other games. I want to connect brands and games. So that's, that's what we're doing, and this is the tech we built. Yeah, and then we took that tech and did the same but for the streamers and OTT providers. Uh, we just, it, it took a little bit longer for us to onboard the first like, big game, AAA game, and meanwhile I was thinking how we can use the technology but with something else, another, another bridge to the metaverse. And then we did what we did with, first with Twitch and Na'vi Esports mm-hmm. team, and now we're doing it with a huge OTT provider when, while watching just the, the, the shows. You will have your avatar, your inventory, and different items. You will be going and surfing from one channel to another, gathering different loot, crafting items, exchanging them on the market marketplace, and look, this is another this, this another bridge to the metaverse where you own your digital identity with all the items. So when you ask what's the next step, uh, from my perspective, mass adoption in the video games is here, which is need to make mm, to mm, uh, make it. As broad as possible, but it's here. So, uh, hire business developers, self onboarding on the platform, mm-hmm. do all the shows. And uh, I mean, for me, it's okay, it's here, it's no more, no more interesting. It's just now it's an o- uh, ch- execution. It's execution, yeah. 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 Uh, COO will do it, I know how, so that's it. Now uh, we need to connect another bridge with another universe. Uh, I remember it was, I think, New York some fintech conference, and I was showing uh, Kim Kardashian boots in different games, digital digitalizing. Everybody was like, "This gonna never happen." Yeah. It's here. So sometimes thinking ahead of time it helps because it's it's it it's gonna happen.
1: Yeah, and that's, it's not just brands, it's not just games, it's bringing all the usual things yes. from our life yes. into, into the virtual world, into the because, metaverse.
0: Because the whole idea is that and we, we can resist as much as we can, as, like, for example, my mother was uh, hiding the keyboard when she was going uh, to work so that I study and not, not play. But come on, I just bought the second keyboard and I was hiding it as well. So (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, no more games. She's out, I'm playing. So same here. We can resist as much as we can. But this digital thing is happening and it's good because in virtual reality, uh, there is a hundred percent inclusion, adoption, be whatever you want, do whatever you want. It's now in that virtual world, it will be always about what's here, nothing else. And it's beautiful when it's all like uh, it's all the it's all global virtual world of everybody from anywhere in the world can be just creative whatever you want however you want i love it that's why we're trying to connect it in as many ways as possible
1: yeah and actually it, it's it's really interesting because i was last week at uh, the uh, international uh, Programming Championship, ICPC, and there was a po- panel on NFTs and somehow it turned into a discussion that the same instrument that can be used for by artists to, to be more creative and to create something new can be used to bring the same art into the virtual world. And so you can have all the same items that you used to. Is it a painting on a wall or yes. something? And that's also still unique. And you know that it's unique and you can bring it probably from, at some point, in the future you'll be able to bring it from one virtual place to another and to, to have this uniqueness. And I think it's very interesting that from the very beginning of demarket, you made it all on blockchain, even before all the NFTs. Yes. So basically you brought this uh, understanding of uniqueness and ownership from, mm-hmm. from the very beginning. Yes. So h- h- yeah. h- how did it evolve?
2: we have seen that uh, there is demand from uh, like a whole bunch of different stakeholders, not just the gamers themselves, but uh, for the content creators, influencers, brands, uh, etc. So uh, and, and here, um, like we've we've seen this bigger picture and we have this vision that we have to pursue and to build. And then here it was the blockchain technology, which is basically perfectly suited just for doing that, because we all know that like, blockchain, uh, NFTs, open standards, decentralized systems, sh- these are all basically enablers and like, precursors for the metaverse. So something like, that helps us build that. So we initially started building our product uh, back then on the blockchain, before all this hype with NFTs. Like for us, it was just, just the way that it should be, just the way it should work something that will secure um, the authenticity the proper uh, distribution storage uh, chain of ownership and etc all the benefits that you get with with the technology itself
1: i still have i still have the deck from 2015 when i was looking at different topics in blockchain and i had this um, thesis i wrote for my colleagues so if they see something like this, they bring it to me. And one of them was uh, exactly what that. And that's how we actually found you back then, because uh, the thesis was that it should be a decentralized exchange where the item is the token. Yeah. So I, I know it changed a lot from that back then, but I think this is uh, the actual way we first um, ran across skins cash slash demarket. The core values and ideas haven't changed,
0: actually. And uh, still I 100% believe that the future would be in decentralized everything because uh, we will serve as, like, like again, as a bridge from centralized things like fiat, money, real businesses, blah, 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 to the decentralized world where the liquidity, the demand, the proposition is like a million times quicker, higher, and this is how it's going to work. And it's already working like that. So, uh, you probably have seen what's done on, on fintech exchanges, decentralized exchanges, where people turn over like thousands of billions of dollars every day just on various specific financial mechanisms, like from simple derivatives, from the, then to derivatives, to derivatives, on derivatives. So, it's like 10,000x on speed on like New York Stock Exchange without no regulations. And this is just a wild, wild west plot. I mean, uh, it's there is. Bad things and good things, as usual, so no regulations means lots of scam. But no regulations means that lots of regular people with small checks can get in and make some money. And again, as a video games right now on Dex, like the top games right now, what it mostly it's like um, the idea is all the same how it was, for example, with World of Warcraft, where uh, the less developed countries, where the hour of work is less expensive, are helping the more developed countries where like the guy from San Francisco is coming home and he doesn't have 18 hours to grow the character. He just wanna go fight for half an hour and go for sleep, that's it. Not, not listen everything about his mother from like 12 years old person, which I usually have to listen when I'm playing Country Strike, whatever. Uh, uh, but so, and uh, this is another interesting thing, which I would be curious to check out after five years, that there would be a huge problem with the taxation decentralized exchange, even with the market, the smart contracts we're delivering right now in October and November, uh, we are just the face of the decentralized world. We build the products so that every regular person can come, buy, trade, and exchange, but we can regulate it. So we can disable the face of it, but it's still going to live. It's it's just a front page with a very sophisticated mechanism and such, but the smart contracts, it's. It's decentralized. You can't change it. You can't. do that. That's it.
1: But the local system is very much designed for smart contracts, so you can actually, and, and the tax systems and everything. So you can, if you want to, include it initially in this infrastructure layer, in the smart contracts layer.
0: You can, but you don't you want, want to. Yeah, you yeah, want. Well, uh, it's not how it works. This is not the beauty of the system. No, we pay all the taxes. Come on. So very legal KYC American company, IML, and this kind of stuff.
1: We check. It's OK, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, we did DD. We're doing DD, and we're going to do more DD. So there is no other choice for us. But from the perspective of the community, uh, f- uh, there is uh, that article about the uh, Philippine group playing Axie Infinity, making lots of money. And uh, there is a government regulation about that one game that the players have yeah. to pay actual taxes. And everybody's like, what? But th- this is a big question. And it's going to rise in the next three to five years. Because some things you can't control. You can issue a law, but if there is no way you can make it, then you can make as many laws as you want. So there has to be some other framework how to regulate all that kind of market.
1: But I think it's actually an opportunity, because a lot of tax systems are not particularly suited for this or for many other things. And it doesn't have to be replicated exactly. It just can be created from from scratch. scratch,
0: Well, I'm happy to say. Well, this is I'm proud of it a little bit, a little bit. That um, uh, it's like you know, like uh, there's on those memes when the little squirrel is putting like one 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 by one nut to one to another one. And this is my little thing that uh, back in Ukraine we helped to produce a law which passed the parliament about the taxation of the crypto and then, like you pay five percent and you're free man. That's cool, I think. And after proper implementation, there is no other way for any other country. You you just can't ban it because it's there. You just can't. This uh, is I, I
1: wonder if there would be any like luxury law or something because t- tax. Because you know, if you bring your very expensive painting into the virtual world, it's it's <laughs> like, yeah, it's like the same in the real world, or property tax or something. So it's, it's interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. Like uh, in, in uh, since you said you like science fiction, like in Snow Crash. Remember mm-hmm. when they build had those buildings. And the, the the more expensive and more precise and more digitalized the, the building is, it uh, costs more.
0: Of course, and uh, yeah, you've seen uh, it also. There was a book and uh, there was uh, the TV show uh, Upload. When uh, when you just die, you've been transferred to the virtual reality, and then the more money you have, the bigger the bandwidth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's. I don't know, are you happy about it or not, but this is going to happen, I believe, in uh, not with the desk, but with the virtual reality, this is going to happen while we will still be in current bodies, let's say.
2: It's just not really even about bringing the money uh, into the metaverse, right? But it's also about making the money in the metaverse, because it basically uh, opens you a whole bunch of new possibilities, how you can do that. like something that you couldn't have even imagined in the classical world. And this is what I think is very attractive. Like That's why I'm a big proponent, just because um, it gives you so many different things that you cannot do in real life. And it basically um, brings this, um, you know, a lot of creativity into it.
1: It's collaboration between different geographies, wherever people are, yes. but I think it's also collaboration in terms of, how it just makes easier to create the same, work together on the same thing
0: people so what i like there is that you never know how smart how interesting how creative people are all over the world hmm. but before all that globalization the only way for them was was for us to meet somewhere physically and start thinking Co- collaboration <laughs> virtual <laughs> world making real money <laughs> and i mean 20 years later look yeah, what yeah, we all exactly, do exactly
2: exactly yeah. again, again ahead of time that 90 that
0: percent of the people <laughs> even now will look at me and say <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, but th- this is how a lot of things started, even like blockchain started with Bitcoin, which was mostly for gray market. But now it turned yes. into something completely yes. different. Vitalik
0: Buterin founded this Why? And he's mm-hmm. saying that because uh, in World of Warcraft, they took away his character. Yeah.
1: It's like, yeah.
0: We all, uh, that, that's the beauty. It's all about owning virtual items, owning your virtual avatar, owning your virtual future. So as you just said, with Bitcoin and uh, Silk Road, it, it, started, it always starts with some bad things, yeah. because this is the early adopters. But then, then it evolves, evolves, evolves. And now we have Elon Musk buying Bitcoin. That's it.
1: Yeah. So and, the, and, and that's actually a very interesting thing as well, how the large companies can work with it. Because I think individual people understand it pretty well, like avoiding stuff or creating stuff. But how do you think it can be integrated in the large corporations?
0: Uh, you're my compliance officer, so you begin.
2: With <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> adoption of the technology itself.
1: I mean, how the large corporations can play a part in it. So I mean, they want to, and I, I think the yeah. gaming world does. Maybe a few others do, but I think the rest are like Elon Musk. They buy Bitcoin, but it's it's basically ends at that. Yes. Yes.
2: So he sold some.
1: Yeah. Okay. He, he he can buy and sell, yeah. but not. Incorporated. Yeah, in normally
2: large corporations are quite cautious in uh, adopt, adopting new things like that. So basically, they do it step by step. But <laughs> and but I think that like purchasing bitcoins is the very first essential
0: step. <laughs> and then, so adopting the and technology then
2: itself. NFTs. What basically we need to do um, is more people talking about the technology itself and uh, talking in the words. That corporations can understand what the benefits are.
0: So, when we were selling our tech to the the OTT provider, I was saying about smart contracts, uh, Ethereum network, um, type of the NFT. She said, Come on, stop the bullshit, bingo. Just show me how it works and bring us that API with documentation. She just do your part of the work. I understand what we need to get at the the end. I don't want the details, please. This says, what helps us to build what we do. Because I was developing um, game developers for a very long time. And I understood that um, they're usually 99% of them are extremely talented people, extremely. They're artists. This is amazing what they do. But they don't know a lot about crypto and they more or less don't want to know about crypto a lot. However, when you explain them how they can enrich the experience, they're ready to do that just please we don't want to touch all the things so provide us with the legal documents provide us with a simple tech where we integrate and then you do your job we do our job so this is where i see my job so because i understand crypto i believe in it but we're not building our own blockchain decentralized network but that layer exactly what you're asking so the infrastructure for one type of business for another type of business Connecting them all together, and then I'm happy when I see everything is traded, cross game, cross cross platform, and then I'm, whew, I'm doing the right things.
1: Yeah. So, so your goal is to create this basically ecosystem like where they can adopt it, and it can be very different use cases. So it, it's it's about finding these use cases, and they can you can help I, them.
0: Sometimes I I provide them the tech, and I provide them options how they can use it, and they seeing they come back and they bring something new. What they want to do, and I'm happy. They they enrich. Uh, my business development for the next client, and I see that they can take the tech we build and do something even better. Mm -hmm. I'm happy. Mm -hmm.
2: So basically, you're selling the benefits of the technology, not even the technology itself.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but this is usually how the verticals form. People don't even know the bottom layers of it. Yeah, (laughs) but.
0: Uh, Recently, we had a very interesting conversation with a huge uh, marketing agency. I sold them the technology uh, to enable uh, drops, crafting, and NFTs on Twitch. And uh, we had a conversation. I explained everything I showed. We sold, and our best person sent the materials. They said, all right. And th- they said, we have a meeting on Tuesday with all our clients. And like, on Tuesday evening, <laughs> he's uh, sending me an email. He says, OK, so we sold your tech like four times already. But we need a call because I have to understand what we just sold. <laughs>
1: But he, he can probably be a good evangelist. So he can repeat stuff and people believe him.
0: That was the hardest part of my job in the last couple of years. Because even that AAA game we'll, we, we now have, it took me a couple of years to politely explain. Because uh, I adore what they do. And, uh, 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 but this is a very difficult part to understand and to implement in a very good way for their community, for the crypto community. Same thing with other stuff. But having case by case by case, then afterwards, uh, there would be less questions, because they will see in their own eyes how it's going to work, and then just use it.
1: Yeah, it sounds like you're not just building tech APIs, you're building APIs on all the levels between all these communities and uh, all these verticals and diff- different companies.
2: That's what ideally.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ideally, yes. trying to build one API yeah. just to uh, uh, to sell it in a different ways. Huh. So the last mile kind of a little bit different for the game developer or OTT provider. But ninety percent of the whole tech, the smart contract, the marketplace, the financials, the everything, what's it's all the same. Let me It's just the last mile uh, it could be a little bit different, but not that much. So we can resell it to some other businesses and that's that's what yeah I but
2: basically all these worlds that you've mentioned they're all really interconnected and basically all the digital assets they're all traded like for what we have on the market at the moment so basically we have like millions of transactions with digital assets from different um ips and uh yeah that's how it just it works
0: yeah but the funny story is that uh we're dropping nfts with ott provider which you can actually craft or exchange or craft uh, into better NFTs, which you can claim into physical items or send it into the game and use it as a digital item. And That's it's all interconnected. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But it's all wonderful. So it's all the same for me. It's sometimes difficult to explain, but now I understand what, what to sell, what not to sell. It just works and everybody's happy. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. So, big vision what's, what's your like, view several years later? Where is the market?
0: I was was just curious, I was just so curious (laughs) to see it
2: here. Yeah, that's basically what we started with, uh, with like building the bridges, (laughs) because in our heads, like all the scaling with what we already have, that's already done.
1: that's already so there. we are already five years later. Yes yes, yes, yes.
2: So basically, in our head, we are already like five years ahead. So now your question is about like a <laughs> perspective, <laughs> not not the five one. That yes. I can talk so about. basically, then we are living in a completely
0: different world, right? So not even the proto metaverse, right? The real
2: metaverse is already
0: here. What is now exploding. Uh, quickly, it's gonna explode ten times more quicker uh, than that. The virtual items, uh, the digital things, would cost and be more valuable for us than any other physical things. a simple examples, was with the bags of Gucci being more expensive in Fortnite. But this is just demand proposition. But still, the whole idea that something you own in the virtual world could be more valuable for you than the physical one, just because you spend more time there and you will spend more time there. Everyone is spending more, playing more, as thanks to COVID, uh, and thanks to many other game devices, developers, and everything else. So in the short term, it's just gonna accelerate, and we again, we're building bridges to make it happen. But there are some things which, for example, recently I was saying that first time to someone from Google, I think, and they uh, they said, well, that's not gonna happen. This is a very difficult thing to do, but." It's gonna happen 100%. For example, so what I'm saying is that the brands collaborating now with the games like Roblox or Fortnite, this is not metaverse. This is, from my perspective, like the first step to it because this is centralized. yeah The biggest, uh, the, the, the 10,000x, will be when there will be a platform or platforms where the young designer will be able to develop the digital item put it on sale, and if it sells, <laughs> it's automatically usable in different other games. <laughs> it's uh, uh, scale, it's yeah. a technological challenge, yes. Uh, is that doable? 100%. There, It will be that like that. The point is who will do that first, how to do that, I mean, I have the understanding. Again, I have to evangelize, to push it and to touch it, but it's going to happen. And for millions of people designing beautiful things, it would be the whole new market where to put their minds. And for us, being there in digital worlds, in the games, in social networks, because again, Instagram or TikTok is a game, it's, it's not just a social network. If you spend so much time there, it's entertaining you, you're spending money, you're interacting with other people, come on. It's, it's also a game, it's also part of the metaverse thing. So the, that kind of an open platform interconnected, that would be the next very big thing, but it's going to take time and technology to happen. But with brands coming centralized, it's it's gonna happen. Just I want to make it quicker, and this is what I'm thinking, not yet doing, but thinking, talking to other people, and but this is this is one of the things I I yeah. oversee.
2: And but back I think back to the question, where we see the market <laughs> in this <laughs> in this time, then uh, basically I think that we see it as you know the. Um, main central thing that keeps this whole economy with the digital assets and property spinning <laughs> so
1: i'd say and decentralizing as well lo- 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 more, and lo- more and more no, no, look uh
0: the decentralized thing it's gonna happen without us um, anyways it's no, already it's happening. happening so yeah. if to take uh, an example in the Ethereum network and uh, what's happening there with the smart contracts decentralized exchanges from sushi swap to everything else it's already happening so, but the, the amount of effort for the regular person from my mother to come and buy CryptoPunk NFT is enormous, that's number one, and then the amount of uh, effort for, the, for Hulu to start dropping uh, IP connected NFTs to people who want to own and collect is enormous. So my job in the market and Tamara's job in the market is to, first of all, build the front for that old decentralized thing, so it's easy for everyone to come in and come out, B2C and B2B, that technological layer and a product on top of it. And, of course, on the way, the <clears throat> we're building, like, for example, like in November, there is a very sophisticated, from my standpoint, smart contracts on Ethereum. We developed and we tested with, with the community, and uh, they actually <clears throat> asked us to do it open source because some parts of it will be going to reuse reused f- 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 by lots of other people. But on, this, on the other page, we will reuse other people's work as well. So all the decentralized community, it's going to happen with or without. But my job is to make it accessible for as many regular person and as many businesses to access it and to make it all together.
1: But I think that, by the way, since you mentioned open source principles are very much about the same. It's about yes. decentralization. It's about just having different type of relationships, different type of economies. And it's about democratization. So the barrier of entrance is way lower. And I think, yeah, you're, you're right. You mentioned like, uh, that uh, it, the brands are coming now centralized. But that's what usually happens with marketplaces. Even when Uber started, it was black cars first. It was large services that, that, that were able to create this liquidity. So it's, it's basically they are creating liquidity, they're educating the market, and then it will start to be way more decentralized. And it's, it's actually really cool how the market can help and business layer that enables
0: it. This is what we
1: do? Yes. Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing your vision. We're very happy to be your investors and to continue this journey together.
0: Thank you so much. Very always happy to always, always a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you
2: mm uh-huh.